Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Todd Peterson football. It's NFL Lunch here on 105.7 The Fan. I don't know what this means, but the line has changed for the Ravens in Jacksonville. Ravens minus three now. It was three and a half. I'm sure it'll probably change a little bit depending on the practice statuses of both teams coming up here over the next couple of days. Ravens back at it today. John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, and others going to meet with the media, and we'll hear all of that tomorrow when we reconvene for Total Request Thursday. As we talked about before we went to the break, wildcard tickets go on sale on Friday. So go to the website, BaltimoreRavens.com, to get more information. Tylen Wallace was named today as the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Harold Landry of the Titans, three sacks against Miami. Defensive player. And Zach Wilson, how about that? This kid's taking a lot of heat. He gets himself an honor after leading the Jets to a blowout win over a team that has playoff hopes. They used in Texans. But another team that has playoff hopes is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they've lost two in a row, three of five. And Doug Peterson, the head coach, he's won a Super Bowl. Remember back with Philadelphia? Took the Jags to the playoffs last year. He knows that facing Baltimore is going to be a tough task, especially stopping Lamar Jackson. You know, this year, I think, which was a point of emphasis for them, obviously throwing the ball a little bit more from the pocket, and he's, he's done a nice job for that. You know, and it takes, it takes all 11 on defense. You just can't, uh, you know, you can't let your guard down with him, obviously, not only in the run game but the pass game as well. When you get an opportunity to tackle him, you got to tackle him, you know, because he can, he can definitely, uh, you know, burn you with his, with his speed. So you try to slow him down, obviously, try to minimize some of the explosiveness, you know, but uh, at the same time, with his ability to throw the ball, it makes it, makes it a challenge. No doubt about it, because he can beat you either way. And now people got to be worried about his throwing and the weapons that he's got. That That's that's the thing. So, I mean, you can't just say um, we can play him all pass, because then, no, he can beat you running. And then you can't. If you blitz him to death and play man coverage, he'll be following those DBs down the field for a touchdown. So he he's tougher, tougher to deal with now. Because number one, the offense, and, and number two, he can he can do a lot of things with it. He can beat you either way. Now we'll do a stat breakdown on Friday, but they are the fourth rated uh, run defense in the National Football League. They're one of the worst against the pass, but you've seen film, which we'll do tomorrow. What makes them so tough against the run? 
Bob, their defensive lineman up front. I mean, his number 95, he kind of jumps out. They just play extremely physical up front and fundamentally very good up front. And their linebackers are fast and attack the football. That, that's the thing. And they set the edges well. They just do a hell of a job fundamentally playing the run, and they play fast in the run. And most teams have had problems running it since he didn't. Since he rushed for well over 100 yards on him, but watching that Cleveland game, they had, and that was at Cleveland, they had a hard time. Hard time, inside, outside. Um, so, but in the past game, I mean, Bob, it's like the line, they turn people loose. Now, for Doug Peterson's team, their last five games, and this is all after their bye week, they've lost three, all three losses. They gave up over 30 points, turned the ball over a ton against Cleveland last week. As uh, Lawrence threw three picks, and uh, Doug Peterson was asked, hey, are you still confident your team can get it together down the stretch here? The confidence level is fine. You know, I trust the coaching staff. Like I said, it starts there. And and I trust the coaches to make sure that they're, you know, making sure our guys are prepared, um, turning over every stone, you know, know, taking it from the practice field into the post-practice meetings, you know, and then picking up the next day you know, kind of where they left off. So uh, confidence is still is still high. I mean, you know, it's our job. Our jobs are to make sure that they're they're prepared mentally. And that that's that's the key. The last thing he said right there, the mental part. That's the key that they've got to prepare, be prepared mentally because they had a lot of mental bus last week. And I mean, when you're playing good teams, you you can't afford that. And if they have mental bus and they're turning receivers loose against the Ravens, then It'll be a it'll be a short day for them, but uh, that they if they can fix that, uh, I Bob, I'm just not impressed with the se- the guys they have, the corners they they play. They either play way off, which if you play the Ravens receivers way off, Todd Munkin's going to hit those quick screens and let those guys run, or if they come up and they play press, they're just they don't look that athletic where they stick with guys very well. They're easy to shake. Whereas last week's guys, the Rams, those guys were hard to shake. Those, the, and they were really aggressive, cocky corners, the Rams. Now, for Jacksonville, outside of Baltimore, obviously, they're still in a good position to make the playoffs because they go to Tampa, they host Carolina. That's the wor- worst team in the league. And then they're at Tennessee. I mean, the Titans did just come from behind to beat Miami. But On the you road. Would, you would think three and one is what Doug Peterson is realistically looking to happen here. And then that puts them at 11-6 and six and in all probability winners of that division and coming in at least the fourth seed, of course. Yeah, I, I would I would think that they're probably saying that, Bob, if they go if they go 500, they still win the division? If they go 2-2 two and two down the stretch. I mean, they got some other teams <coughs> involved here. Yeah, obviously. just, well... If, Houston's kind of beat up right now. They've lost both receivers, possibly. So that may be difficult for them. Indy, if Indy loses to Pittsburgh, they can, they can go 2-2 two and two and still win the division. They can probably go 1-3 and three and win the division. Right. But so Jacksonville's in a good spot they, here. Very good. Now, primetime game. Sunday night football against the Ravens. Number one seed right now in the NFL. Matter of fact, Jacksonville's underdogs at home where they have a losing record in all fairness. But Doug Peterson knows, oh, his team's going to be ready for prime time. 
obviously it's great for the NFL, great for great for fans. And you know, these are the games again. It goes back to what I expect our players to, to get used to, right? Playing in, in moments like this and games like this. Baltimore obviously has, but the confidence is is high, you know, and the confidence is great. Again, it just it just we have to turn it internally and just focus on us and make sure we are doing everything that we can in our power to be to be prepared for these games. But the confidence is uh, the confidence is there. I would think the confidence is is shaken a little bit, Bob, especially at home, and because they're when they played the Bengals on that Monday night, it was the first time that a Monday night game had ever been in Duval County, and they got and they lost to a backup quarterback. Yeah, let him choked. throw for three fifty. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be a little nervous now. If you're the Ravens, Bob, and you can jump out on them quick, you can kind of that. Because they're going to come out on the field, Bob, and they're going to have, I call it false enthusiasm. They're going to have all this enthusiasm, but it's going to be drummed up because they, they, they've got to talk themselves into, we think we're good, you know, but we've been blown out at home. Um, so if you can jump on them early, they, then you want them to go, oh, damn, here we go again. Not only against the Bengals did they lose the game, they lost Christian Kirk yep. as well. And here's Doug Peterson talking about his past game without Christian Kirk, maybe for the duration of the season, including the playoffs. That's going to be a point of emphasis offensively, you know, is the route detail and that that discipline aspect of it. I I tell the guys all the time, you know, don't you don't have to go chasing plays. Just just do your job and let the let the play or the ball come to you, and then make make the play when it comes. So. You know, much like the issues on defense, it just comes down to that. It just, just do your job. Let the play, let the coaches coach, let the players play. Have great dialogue throughout the week. You know, work through these issues now during practice so that they don't show up and, and repeatedly don't show up in games. So I guess what he's talking about, Bob, is is like there was some like one of the interceptions was miscommunication on a route. So somebody ran the ran the wrong route, wrong depth whatever it was, you know, and those are the kinds of things that he's talking about. Is Zay Jones a good route runner? He's okay. You know, is Ridley a good route runner? Inconsistent. And that's kind of what he's been game-wise, right, Bob? He's either on or he's off kind of thing. So that's that's the issues they've got going. They've got inconsistencies with they make huge mistakes and they're exposed because they have mental errors. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we'll preview week 15 of the NFL season with Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. If you want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057. You want to do some early predictions for Sunday night's game, Ravens at Jacksonville. There are scenarios in which the Ravens could clinch a playoff spot, so they need a lot of crazy things to happen. But let's just say postseason of 23 into 24 looks like a very strong probability. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One day trade. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, Haney, 105.7 The Fan. NFL Week 15 starts tomorrow night. Not exactly the most exciting game on the schedule, Chargers at Raiders, but it's football nonetheless. You can hear that game here on 105.7 The Fan. Let's preview the week, talk about coaches on the hot seat, the way the playoffs are set up right now. It's Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass joins us from CBSSports.com, as he does every Wednesday, WGK Law guest highline. He is our friend and yours, Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what's up? Happy holidays, gentlemen. How's it going? It's Good, going Ryan. all right, Ryan. We'll talk about these coaches on the hot seat. You look at Washington. Okay, Ron Rivera. Got it. Looks like Chargers. Brandon Staley. Got it. But what about New England now with uh, Bill Belichick? And you can't always believe what you read there, Ryan. You know that better than anyone. But where there's smoke, there's fire. Could we possibly be seeing something that was impossible to even fathom just a couple short years ago? Bill Belichick out in New England and maybe out not at his choosing here. Yeah, not even a couple years ago. Go to August and you would be hard-pressed to believe that this is where we would find ourselves. Uh, and typically, you're right, Bob. Like you, you sort of take this with a grain of salt, but it's Tom Curran who's reporting this, and he's a longtime Patriots beat reporter. And typically, what he says comes true. So it feels like the the writing is on the wall. And then the question becomes: All right, who is going to be uh, next in line uh, to succeed Belichick? Which is certainly no small shoes to fill. Gerard Mayo will be in the mix. He's currently the co-defensive coordinator with Belichick's son. And uh, once you get that problem solved, the next problem is, okay, who are we drafting the quarterback with our top five pick? Because you can't get that wrong either. And if you're doing that, as long as you're fixing things that are broken and all of them are broken, offensive line, wide receiver, the defense is actually pretty good. And it's not going to be a one-year fix, I don't feel like. But if you get the right coach, and we've seen this in Houston, uh, we've seen it in Detroit, you can make huge gains in a hurry. If you get the wrong coach, uh, you could be – stuck in neutral or even going backwards. So there's a lot to sort out 
but it's a wild time to be alive where Belichick is likely uh, coaching his last few games in New England. Yeah, you can be the Raiders where you're firing a guy after a year and a half. But let's go. We looked at we talked about the playoff standings. Ravens right now the number one seed AFC. That could have been Miami if they would have held on against the Titans on Monday night. They didn't. It is what it is. But they lose Connor Williams. They've lost some guys defensively. Tyreek Hill got hurt. Waddle got his bell rung early in the game. Do you view Miami at 9-4, and four, and they'll be in Baltimore in a couple of weeks, as a shaky team as we're now in mid-December? Shaky is the best way to describe it. You mentioned they lost their center. I think they only started one offensive lineman in that game against the Titans team. But let's be honest, wasn't very good coming into that. Uh, to that uh, Monday night matchup. And Tua looked shaky in part because of the lack of production, protection and part because Tyreek wasn't out there. And, and I would imagine Patrick Mahomes was sitting at home pointing at his television saying, see, Tua, this is what it's like when you don't have Tyreek out there uh, to unlock uh, those defenses. And I think the the concern with Miami is this. They beat bad teams typically prior to Monday night really badly. And then they don't beat teams with winning records. Their three losses prior to the Titans game were against teams with winning records. And that's something they have yet to overcome. And as they sit here, I, number two doesn't feel like a lock as, in terms of their final playoff seeding, which means they may have to go on the road and may have to play in weather. Also not good signs. I think when you're talking about the Ravens, the Ravens appear to have hit their stride. And I don't think there's any shame in letting Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay put 31 on you because that's a, a – quietly really good offense and I think the the Ravens are finding ways to win these tight games and are playing pretty well uh, against lesser opponents which is exactly what you want to be doing here in the middle of December. Hey Ryan I don't know if you agree with this I told Bob I said Bob uh, the Ravens competition for the number one seat it's not Miami. I agree I agree wholeheartedly I think it might be the Chiefs I'm less I agree with that too when you look at their schedule and I'm less concerned about them offensively especially uh than the Dolphins. And, you know, I, I want to see how they respond after Kadarius Tony single-handedly lost that game for him. Yeah. Um, you never see Patrick Mahomes lose it. And part of me, thinking back about when he was going off on the officials, part of me wonders if he was actually yelling at Tony and the rest of those young receivers who aren't doing their jobs yeah. to the level that, that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes want to see them. And he just sort of misdirected it to the official. He came out and apologized, and I know people were fired up about his behavior. But you want to see your quarterback – uh, put his foot down, and I, I think they sort things out. That defense is fine under Spagnuolo, and I think they have the experience and the ability to to win uh, against other team, uh, better teams. Now, the the question becomes this: because Mahomes has never, ever, ever, ever played a playoff game on the road, so that'll be something new for him. But I think I'm with you, Vinny. I think they end up as the number two seed uh, a month from now. Now, Ryan, the uh, Buffalo Dallas game. I think there's going to be a lot of people picking those Bills. Yeah, and you know, that team was on the edge of the cliff, and they were just about to get pushed off. And yep. part of me wonders if the Ty Dunn article galvanized that group around Sean McDermott. And they came out, and they had something to prove, and they proved it. I I have not been more impressed with a person, player or coach, than Mike uh, McCarthy, what he's done this year. I give him a lot of credit because I gave him a hard time about not being willing to change when he came back out. Uh, after the how things ended in Green Bay his first few years in Dallas. We were like, okay, it looks the same to us. But Dak is playing like the MVP. Mike McCarthy it should be coach of the year right now, at least uh, among the top candidates. And I, I think they may have something to prove to people too. So that game's going to be interesting because if Buffalo loses that game, they're done. Now, right. If they win that game, they're right in the middle of it, and they, I think they're going to have a, a real chance to make the playoffs. And then they're going to be one of those teams that no one wants to see should they find their way into the old tournament there. 
And uh, another one, Ryan, do you think, uh, do you agree with me with this one that I think the Steelers could lose out? Oh, a hundred percent. And this will be, at least we can quit talking about Tomlin getting the most out of these average football teams. And maybe there'll be some real conversations about, okay, how do we fix the quarterback situation? Cause I'm not blaming Mitch Trubisky for being average because there's a reason he had bounced around after leaving Chicago. But you have to have a take a long, hard look at that offense, who the offensive coordinator is going to be, and whether Kenny Pickett's a long-term answer. I would imagine they'll roll with Kenny for one more year. If you're in a situation you have like a top 12 or 13 pick and one of the quarterbacks there that you like is, is still on the board, I would 100% draft them. That's not the Steelers' way, They're, the loyalty, so on and so forth. But the way they're playing and losing to two terrible football teams in uh, Arizona and New England tells me all I need to know. They're the sixth seed right now. I will bet a crisp $5 bill, Bob, that they, they nice. make the playoffs. So crisp, it'll <laughs> cut your fingers when you touch that thing. <laughs> hey, Ryan, what would you think of Flacco? I, I, You know what's funny, guys? Like We've been talking forever, and Flacco used to be the thorn in the Steelers' side because th- there was a stretch where they kept beating the Steelers and then would go back and forth. I am so excited for Joe Flacco. He is representing all us old people out there. Roll, literally rolled up the couch. He said he was watching the, on his mom's couch and just said, you know what, I'm going to go to Cleveland and show those guys how to play quarterback. And it reminded me a little bit. Tell me what you guys think of this. I said this the other day. 2008 was his rookie season, and that defense certainly did a lot of the heavy lifting for them as they made their way to the playoffs. I feel like Flacco, again, has a really great defense in Cleveland, but he's probably a better quarterback now than he was as a rookie because he's so much smarter. He's not mm-hmm. as mobile. But he can do a lot of those things. I think this Browns team, they're going to make the playoffs. They might have a chance to win a playoff game with Flacco. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Ryan, what about the uh, these quarterbacks, draft quarterbacks? How do you have them? You know, how many first-rounders, number one? And did uh, Daniels move up a lot, the Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah, he moved up a lot, by the way, he played this fall. People were complaining that they lost three games at LSU, but they would have lost a lot more than that if he wasn't there. But QB one's Caleb for me, and unless something changes, that's going to stay the same. I mm-hmm. thought he he impressed me with the way he played, even though they struggled in the wins and loss column. Drake May had an up and down season, but he looks the part. And teams are going to fall in love with him, and he'll be in the mix for QB one. He like Herbert for you? Look like that? You know what? It's funny you say that. So I do the podcast with Rick Spielman, and Rick compared him to Trevor Lawrence, and I compared him closer to. And this is not. I don't mean disrespectfully. To Daniel Jones, so sounds disrespect. I know, right? Here's the thing: I think it's going to be a spectrum, right? It's going to be in that line between Trevor and Daniel. It just depends on which direction uh, he ends up, and that's a lot of that has to do with the, the the team you put around him. So hopefully he has support around him because you don't want to go down the Mac Jones road. But I think he has a chance to be good. He he was asked to do a lot at UNC, and, and they struggled at times, and it wasn't his fault. But QB two, Jaden Downs for me is QB three. I think Jaden Downs can be a top ten pick when it's all said and done. Reminds me a lot of Lamar. Not as thick as Lamar coming out, but uh, he can certainly run in the open field, and he's gotten better as a passer. I want to see what happens with Michael Penix Jr. He had he had a great season. Now, he had the two ACLs at Indiana, but that was two years ago. He's been healthy at Washington. He's probably the best deep ball thrower. He's a better athlete than people think. And then there'll be J.J. McCarthy, Quinn Ewers, if he comes out. People love Bo Nix, but I think teams are going to see him more in, on day two. And then after that, things will start to open up. I'm, I'm a huge Spencer Rattler fan, Oklahoma and, and South Carolina, but he, he has some turnovers in him, and, and that's going to be a, a, a pause for teams looking to, to draft a quarterback. But I think he's probably likely destined to be a, a backup should he get drafted, and hopefully he sneaks his way into day two. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Real quick, Ryan, who's the number one defensive player, no matter the position, on your board right now? Dallas Turner. Uh, edge rusher out of uh, Alabama. In fact, we talked to Will Anderson a few weeks ago. Will said that 
Dallas Turner actually is a, a smarter player right now at Alabama than Will was since he was there. And that's high praise. And Dallas has been getting after it too. So, uh, in fact, the first three players, edge rush, edge rush, and then edge rush. So they're, they're, the edge rush class is pretty deep at the top. And then there'll be some guys at cornerback and, and, uh, and linebacker if you're looking for those dudes. But edge rush might be the way to go if you need a need one this year in the draft. Ryan Wilson joins us every Wednesday here on Video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Ryan, always great to catch up. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Christmas trees. There's nice. Ryan Wilson, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, talk about the schedule for Week 15. Starts tomorrow night. Other sports headlines of the day. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Then we'll take a trip through the Funhouse with Nolan McGraw. Inside Access coming up here at... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. MLB, NFL, NCAA, get it all right here. 1057 fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the songs, favorite female artist or band, send the request, plaza for text sign at 410-583-1057. Funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw coming up in a few minutes. Inside access takes over at two o'clock. We were just talking about coaches on the hot seat. We mentioned Rivera. I'm guessing Martin Mayhew's out the door too. In Washington, the GM. I would think. Uh, well, they have they have two. They have Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney. Now, Bob, how, from what I understand, um, Martin does nothing. Martin was oh, the, one of those jobs. Martin <laughs> Martin was Dan's guy, and Marty Herney was Ron's guy. So you know how that's going. Well, who's going to be the new guy? Guy. The, the new the guy. Team. Yeah. The yeah. new guy is. So they're probably out. All of them are out. Brandon Staley, and uh, they were talking about on ESPN today, probably needed to win after last year's debacle in the oh, playoffs. Yeah, no and doubt. they're not. Justin Herbert's done for the year. So it looks as though he's going to be out the door there. But do we still look at the Chargers as an attractive job for a head coach? Maybe you're a rookie guy getting his first go at it or a veteran established performer. Yeah looking to uh, maybe take a team deep into the playoffs. If I was the owner, I, I probably have the the best job on the market. You, know, you got L.A., you got a beautiful stadium, you got nice weather, and you got you got a good team. You got a quarterback. I'm I'm not going for a young guy, Bob. I've been I've been there, done that, and it hadn't worked. Now, well, Bill Belichick wants to come, I'll take him. You would do that, 71 years old? Yep, I got to. I want to win. But Bob, I would bet his quarterback or his offense coordinator choices there. Though I know that sucks. Maybe just keep Kellen Moore. Bob, how old was Bobby Ross when he took the Chargers to the Super Bowl? I'm not sure because he was older. I mean, I don't think he was in his 70s. No, because he no. went to Detroit after he left San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, a Belichick or like if. Let's say the Steelers do lose four in a row, and they decide that it's time to split that way too. You know, I, I think 
that would be a much more like the Washington job to me is not attractive because you're not a quarterback, right? The Chargers job to me is extremely attractive. That would be the creme de la creme if I'm a if I'm a coach and I'm in this uh, hunt this year for a new job and I can get the Charger job and I got a young quarterback and he, they just paid him. Yeah, pick me, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, talking about under the radar candidates to get head coaching jobs okay. like coordinator type guys. Uh, Lions OC Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn, who's been there before, who's uh, now the DC in Dallas. Raheem Morris, Rams defense coordinator, was there before in Tampa. Uh, Brian Johnson, the OC in Philly, and Lou Anarumo, the. Uh, defensive coordinator in Cincy, and Dan Graziano says, well, don't forget about Mike McDonald okay. in uh, Baltimore because he's worked with both Harbaugh's and Ravens last week's performance. Uh, I guess we'll view that as a one-week misstep. They've had one of the best defenses since he's been the guy. The fourth quarter stuff, I would think. Yeah. I'd be asking about that, though. Yeah, I, I would think, Bob, that – um, like Carolina, I'll hire an offensive guy. Chargers, I'd hire an offensive guy. If I've got a quarterback that I'm trying to, I'm not hiring a defensive guy. Just because, Bob, if I've got, let, let me say I'm Carolina and I hire uh, a defensive guy and I bring in the coordinator and all of a sudden Bryce Young's playing great, guess what's going to happen to my coordinator? Bye bye. He's going to get a head job. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens three-point favorites now against Jacksonville coming up Sunday night. We're going to be at the Green Turtle in Towson mm-hmm. for the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show brought to you by Rice, Mirtha, Pesaurus. Our coverage will start at 5 o'clock. But tomorrow starts week 15. Chargers at the Raiders. Raiders three-point favorites. Justin Herbert out for the year. Easton Stick will be the quarterback to five and eight teams there. A lot of mediocrity or actually based on record. Less than mediocre football. Vikings at the Bengals, Cincinnati minus three. There's a quarterback change. Yeah, Nick Mullins I, will get the call for Minnesota. I mean, Bob, they're just they were just inept, and and Jefferson may be back, which which would help. But I just think that uh, Bengals are kind of a confident team now. I, I think uh, yeah, Browning's playing well. Yep, I think the Bengals. That'll be a tough one for the Vikings. Pittsburgh is at Indy. Two teams are seven and six. All of these games, by the way, Minnesota, Cincy, Pittsburgh, and the Colts. And the next one we'll talk about in a second. All have playoff ramifications. Oh, the, the Pittsburgh one's huge. Because, Bob, if they lose, they're going to lose three more in a row then. Yeah. They're in trouble. They're two and a half point underdogs in that game. It's going to be Mitch Trubisky, it looks like, in that one. Also on Saturday, these are all on Saturday, all on NFL Network for your viewing pleasure. Denver's at the Lions. Detroit minus four. Lions coming off an embarrassing loss at Chicago last week. And Denver's won, what, six of seven? Their defense is playing great. They're getting a bunch of turnovers. Russell Wilson's playing better. Detroit's going to have to play much better than they played in a long time to win this one. Chicago's at Cleveland on Sunday. The fighting Flacco's trying to stack some wins here. Chicago coming off that win against Detroit. Uh, Cleveland, three-point favorites. Tampa is at Green Bay. The Pack lose at the Giants Monday night. Tough loss at that. Tampa's at first place. Packers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. However, Houston is at Tennessee. Tennessee, three-point favorites over the Texans. I guess the concerns with C.J. Stroud are there for the odds makers. Yeah. And back to the Tampa Green Bay game, Bob. Warm weather team going to Green Bay. 
That's a tough one. Yeah, it's going to be in the 30s. As yeah. you, I guess Probably that's snow seasonably warm. Jets at the Dolphins. Miami minus eight. Miami, they gacked that point, 14-point uh, lead away in three-plus minutes against the Titans. Jets coming off at a, a very impressive win against Ted, or Houston, rather, as we've talked about. KC's at New England. Chiefs are nine-point favorites. New England stinks. Kansas City loses at home to Buffalo. A lot of drama surrounding the officiating in that game. And the post-game responses from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Giants at New Orleans. Saints, six-point favorites. New Orleans still in a playoff conversation because of the division that they're in. Same with Atlanta. At Carolina, Falcons three-point favorites over the 1-12 and 12. Panthers. Washington's at the Rams. We saw the Rams up close and personal. They play anywhere near close to that. They'll blow the commanders oh, yeah. off the field. Yeah. Commanders got their golf clubs ready to go. Players, coaches, everybody in that building does. Rams six-and-a-half-point favorites. Matt Stafford, 10 touchdowns, only one pick in his last three games. San Francisco's at Arizona. 49ers minus 13-and-a-half as they're looking to maintain their status on top of the NFC anyway. Biggest thing they got to worry about there is trap game, Pop. You know, I mean, that's a game that, eh, we're playing Arizona today. You know, the only thing for them is it's a division game. Dallas at Buffalo, Sunday afternoon, 425. Bills two-and-a-half, two-point favorites now over the Cowboys. Dallas playing really well. Buffalo's not playing well, but they got much-needed win, and they're capable of beating any team in the National Football League. And then finally, Monday Night Football, another interesting game. Philadelphia reeling a little bit at Seattle. Seahawks are reeling as well. Seattle, they're real, having a real hard time defensively. Take it on the Eagles, who are pretty much having that same issue right now. Philly minus four, by the way. Yeah. And Seattle, Seattle's got some players, running back, wide receivers. All depends on is the, how's the quarterback's growing since he didn't play last week. That is your Week 15 slate for the National Football League. When we come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Nolan McGraw, then inside access, takes over at 2 o'clock. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. Vinny Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You know the drill. You pick the songs. We play them. Favorite female artist or band tomorrow. Still to request Thursday. You play whatever you want. Then you get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That starts around 11 o'clock. John Harbaugh going to meet with the media. Lamar Jackson usually meets with the media on Wednesdays. Other players as well. So we'll have all that fresh coming your way. We'll be going to Jacksonville. Listen to what they have to say about the matchup coming up Sunday night against the Ravens. Tyler Wallace was named today as the AFC Special special Teams Player of the Week. After that 76-yard punt return, knockout and overtime touchdown against the Rams. We'll talk about everything else, obviously, happening in the world of sports as we head into this weekend, 12 days away from Christmas. Nolan, how you feeling over there? Still feeling good. Feeling good. How could you not be? It's a beautiful Wednesday, right? Yeah, sure is, and we get off of work in about uh, seven minutes, so I'm feeling pretty happening, and I just checked traffic, and it doesn't doesn't appear to be any uh, issues on the roadways, which is even better. Nothing to do anything with what Kai was saying earlier, some overturned. Up 70. Uh, That's yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't go anywhere near there Way unless the I get paid to do so. It's Vinny and Andy, 105.7, the Fan Inside Access, coming up in a matter of minutes. Let's go to the Funhouse. There's no traffic here. Quick draws, Funhouse. Yes. Yes. 
the rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick throw. 105.7 The Fan. First text here says the Flacco stuff was all fun and games until he actually started playing well. I love Joe, but hate the Browns and their fans even more. Having them sneak into the playoffs would be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Because if they did, I mean, that means Joe's kind of stacking some some good performance. You know, he's getting better and getting more comfortable. So he's only going to get better. He's only in week. He's just starting to feel his legs now. I just don't want that whole discourse. If they make the playoffs, it's it's going to be nothing but Lamar and Joe comparisons. Come on, man, all that's going to be awesome if that happens. No. Now oh, the Ravens the, expect to win that game, assuming it gets to that point. Even if I'm saying, even if they don't play each other, it's oh. going to be oh well, Joe. He all he does is win in the playoffs. Get out of here! I guess they forgot what happened in Denver and the Jets. And well, wasn't he in Philly for like a cup of coffee there too? Practice squad. Yeah. yeah. Practice squad, so, yeah. Come on now. Uh, yeah, one good year? game. Let's not put him in Canton just yet. Thank you. Uh, this one here from uh, Howard in Baltimore says, I believe the Terps will limp their way into the tournament. Uh, will be a first-round casualty. Don't see anything special outside of Reese and Young. Can't go deep with just two players. Yeah, and what it, does that excite you? Doesn't excite me. We want this program to get beyond. Hey, we're the ninth seed. Super terrific. Hey, we beat the eighth seed. Then you get trounced by the the one seed in the next round, like what happened last year. Was it Alabama blew them off the court? No. There's, this program's got much more potential than that. And given the fact that they have literally no recruits for next year, we'll see. I'm going to be patient, but... I'm not real optimistic about the team this season, and we'll see what the future holds. Be happy if they made the tournament right now. That's not even a guarantee. No, so. not at all. <laughs> but plenty of basketball. They yes. played 10 games. They got a lot of, a lot of work to do. Very true. Uh, another one here. Texter says, I uh, feel like this past Sunday or past weekend, uh, huge momentum swings across the AFC. Ravens will be propelled by their overtime thrilling win. Dolphins, meanwhile, will fall to pieces because of the choke job in prime time. And then all of a sudden, I think they think back to, damn, last year we lost four in a row in December, and then we limped into the playoffs. I think they're they're having doubts where I think the Ravens are having confidence. Uh, another one here, Texter says, uh, fans seem to fall in love with the backup undrafted quarterback story, talking about Tommy DeVito here. Yeah. At the end of the day, there is a reason, went undrafted, uh, win you a few games, the league will figure him out in due time, but glad he's enjoying his 15 minutes. Yeah, but it's a good story. They've won three in a row, so it's better than 15 minutes of fame. At least he's winning. Like, everybody jumped on uh, Dobbs, you know, when he won it in Minnesota. They're buying Dobbs jerseys in Minnesota yeah. and all they that. They must have missed the game he played against the Ravens yeah. in Arizona. I mean, like Dobbs is kind of Dobbs. And DeVito's, DeVito's doing a it, – it, it's fun. It's fun. And they while, get it. While it lasts. Right. Yeah. Well, him and his family, they, they get it. I mean, they did the whole tailgate thing where they had the huge Italian food oh, spread yeah. and they were just giving it away for free. You know, they, they get it. Uh, how about this one here? Last one, Cooper in Ocean City. Uh, in response to Kai earlier in the show, who was trying to put the Ravens ahead of San Francisco, Cooper here says, 
Got to lay off the Kool-Aid a little bit. 49ers far superior to the Ravens. No real room for debate. I mean, if you asked if you asked everybody today, because I think it's kind of um, Niners, and then there's a drop, then it's the Ravens. That's what I. But they're going to play each other, so we're going to find out. Yeah, and, and in the NFC, they've already blown out Dallas and Philly, so they've taken a measure against teams. But then they lose to the Browns. That's and, what I was going to say. We seem to forget their little what they lose two in a row, right. and after the sky Niners, was falling, they lost three in a row. The sky was falling, right? Yeah, right. yeah, and and uh, Purdy sucked, and uh, you mm-hmm. know he's not really a good quarterback. Now and, he's the MVP. Yeah. So you know who might need might be the MVP? Forget Purdy, Debo Samuel, because when Debo Samuel and Trent Williams weren't there, they lost three in a row. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan. That's going to do it for <laughs> us. We'll be back tomorrow with Total Request Thursday. Inside access coming up here in a matter of minutes for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, and Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.